Welcome to the Amen Always radio broadcast with Derek and Frida Stevens. Tune in to hear the prophetic word as it goes forth. Today, I'm going to continue my teaching series on matters of the heart. This is matters of the heart part two. So what I'm going to do is just do a brief review from part one of matters of the heart. Some key points there that I want to give you that you might may not know or may you may have missed. So before we get started, let's go before God in prayer. Fathers, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I just thank you and praise you, Lord God, for this time, for this teaching message. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that I increase, I decrease so that you can increase in my life. Father God, give me the, the exact words to say because I want people to be, be blessed by it. I want them to be healed, Father God. And I thank you, Father God, as we just take this time, Father God, to examine our heart, Father God, because we want to make sure our heart is right before you and god i thank you father god because i know father god the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through god pulling down the strongholds and god i thank you father god i i, I thank you father god anything father god that we're dealing with father god we thank you father god that we 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 we, we declare we declare we decree and declare the full manifestations father god of our hearts father god and i give you the praise i give you the honor and I give you the glory in Jesus name. Amen. OK, so this is part two of matters of the heart. And our main scripture is coming from Luke chapter six, verse number 45. And it's coming from the King, the new King James, a good man out of good treasures of his heart. Bring forth good and evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart. Bring forth evil for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks now in part one there were there were four there was some there was four common enemies of the heart and one of them was guilt guilt means guilt means the fact or state of having committed an offense violation or wrong especially against moral or penal law you know that means that means you know if you're at the speeding and you know the they set up speed traps, even uh, FHP, they set up speed traps and they got the little radar gun. So if they tell you to pull over, you already know that you in violation, that you were speeding and you know you're going to get a speeding ticket, you know. And I have a verse of scripture for that. And it was Psalms chapter 38, verse number four. For my iniquities have gone out over my head like a heavy burden. They are too heavy for me. So guilt plays an um, important guilt plays a real big part of the matters of the heart, because if you're guilty of something, you know, you'll find if you're guilty of something it's, it's going to be so heavy on your heart that you won't be able to rest. You will have, un, you know, your spirit is disturbed because until you deal with it, until you confront the person, until you talk about it and ask for forgiveness, and then you will feel this release you know, does you feel this pressure just go away? You're like, oh, wow, I feel so relieved. Yeah, I finally got that off my chest. You know, and another one was anger. Anger, a strong feeling of displeasure, you know, and anger. Uh, the scripture for that was Ephesians chapter four, verse number 26. Be angry and sin not. Let not your son go down upon your wrath. OK, so you can be angry at somebody, but you don't want to sin. You don't want to start doing something that you do not 
intend to do. You don't want to hurt or you don't want to hurt nobody. You don't want to harm nobody because now they're going to be in fear. Uh, they don't want to, you know, they get to the point to where I don't want to talk to you, you know, and they just go on. And another one was greed. Greed is intense and selfish desire for someone, especially with power, with especially with wealth or power or food. So someone who is full of greed, you know, they're always saying, you know, um, the, the money that they're making is not enough. So now they need to keep, I need to make more. I need to make more. So if you're already making, you know, you, you're estimating, you know, you're making like 2.5 a year. And some people are like, no, that's not enough. So that's greed. That's greed. They're always after more money. They're always after more power. No matter what it is, even on that job, if they're a supervisor, some of them, they're just power hungry. You know, they want to think they can control everything, but they're just, it's that greed that got them, that got, you know, got a hold of them. You know, and another one was jealousy. A person enjoying success or advantage for against another's success. And I had a scripture for that. Have a scripture for that and it reads like this here in psalms chapter 79 verse number five and it's coming from the new king james how long lord will we will you be angry forever will your jealousy burn like fire so that there was some there was some of the key points that i had that i have in part one of matters of the heart so now we're going to move on to matters of the heart part two i already read our you know, I read my main scripture already. So here are matters of the heart part two. And here are some key points that we need to. I really want you to listen to because this is to me is very important. Number one, bitterness. Bitterness produces one of the four basic taste sensations, not sour, nor sweet or salt. So and also bitterness is the second definition for bitterness, angry and disappointment at being treated unfairly. So bitterness can be take, uh, taken in two ways. If you eat something uh, or you're trying to taste something and you really don't know what it tastes like, so you want to taste it. And sometimes it could be bitter. It could be sweet. It could be salty, you know, and that's the thing. You're like, oh, wow, this just doesn't doesn't taste right, you know. And for me bitterness my own personal um things about bitterness is i don't like mayonnaise i don't like dressing i don't like mustard mustard got a tangy taste to it which i just don't like i don't like the taste of salad dressing and i just don't like the taste of mayonnaise you know when i see my i, I smell it i say no nah, i don't want no mayonnaise you know, I, I know when something doesn't taste right, you know, because I say, oh, that tastes, that tastes like mayonnaise. And I look at my, my sandwich or my burger. Like, oh, that's mayonnaise. I don't want that. So bitterness can be taken into two, two ways. And another way um, is anger or disappointment of being treated unfairly. And you will go, you're going to have some people on your job, especially secular jobs, that's going to treat you unfairly because they got bitterness in their heart. And uh, for me, when I was working on a secular job, you know, all I was trying to do is what my job was. And one guy thought for some reason he had this extreme bitterness against me. For some reason, I couldn't figure out why. 
and at the point I really didn't care because I know I was set to I was called to do a certain job so when a supervisor called me to do something you know for some reason he got upset you know I you know and I was like you know you're gonna have that on secular jobs and sad to say you're gonna have that in the body of Christ too because some people are gonna be bitter at you because God has elevated them to a certain position in the church so therefore they're going to have bitterness against you because they in their heart in their mind they're thinking whoa i should have been the one that should have been doing this or doing that or i should have been the one that's been uh, uh should have been over this certain area of ministry so instead of you being bitter you should be happy and you, you know and that's that's in the body of christ and it's a sad thing because I see it a lot. I see bitterness. I see jealousy in the body of Christ. And it shouldn't happen, but it does. And I have a verse of scripture for it. For bitterness is Hebrews chapter 12, verse number 15. And it's coming from the New King James Version. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble. And by this, many become defined. So if you have a lot of bitterness in your heart, it can cause a lot of trouble. It can cause a lot of um, you being uneased, displeasure. You know why you have a bitterness against this person? Guess what? They're going home and they're sleeping at night. They're getting their sleep and you just you just so full of bitterness. You can't sleep. You can't rest. It's all you think about is how can you get back at this person? That's all you're thinking about. And that's just wrong. I'm not thinking how I can get back at somebody. I'm thinking how can I help somebody? And so you need to turn that bitterness around. You need to turn that bitterness into help because it's better to help somebody than to be bitter at somebody you know and I have one more scripture for that and it's coming from Proverbs chapter 14 verse number 10 it's coming from the New King James this uh, and here it is uh, the heart knows its own bitterness and a stranger does not share its joy so you cannot have joy because you're so full of bitterness you know there are we have some um, you cannot have joy in your heart because you are full of bitterness and that is not good that is not good at all and point number two envy envy means to regard a person or thing that with envy she envies you for success i envy your writing ability he envies her the position she has achieved in her profession so some people are going to envy you because you have achieved some things you know you have achieved you went to got you you went to college you got your master's degree your degree you got your bachelor's degree or you got your doctor degree they're going to envy you because that's encouragement to them to say listen if he or she can go to college and get their master's degree listen i can do the exact same thing that's encouragement to me because i don't have a degree but i thank god that i am in the process of right now 
of getting one. I'm going to school right now to get a degree. And that's something that I always wanted to achieve, you know, and I know how I was going to do it, how I was going to come about. But I am in the process of getting a degree. It may take me another year or so before I get it. But I thank God once I get it, I'm just going to just bless God for it. And I have a scripture for that. And it's coming from Proverbs chapter 23, verse number 17. Don't let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. So you do not want to envy sinners at all. You know, you want to be zealous. You you know, you know, some things that they're going to do that you're going to like. You know, you don't want to copy them, but you're going to like. And just be careful not to envy them, you know, in anything that they do or that you do. And at point number three uncleanness uncleanness means not clean dirty and i have a second definition and it says something that is unclean is dirty and like to cause disease so that with that being said when you go to the doctor when you go to the dentist or your your regular medical doctor the utensils that they use, especially in a dentist's office, they have to be sterilized properly because you don't know. Um, they don't know who has what until they run some tests. So they got to make sure that those those utensils or what the, what they what the dentist use are sterilized properly because it can you know you don't want to catch something that somebody already has. So that's why it has to be cleaned properly at the dentist's office, you know, and I have a scripture for that. And it's coming from First Thessalonians, chapter four, verse number seven. And it's coming from the New King James for God did not call to uncleanness, but wholeness, but in wholeness. So God didn't call us to be uh, unclean. He didn't call us to be dirty. You know, you got to examine yourself and everything, especially when you're taking communion. You want to make sure that you have everything right with God before you take communion. You want to make sure that there's no uncleanness in your heart. There's no guilt in your heart. There's no jealousy in your heart. You want to make sure before you take communion that everything is on the up and up. And point number four, I think you're going to love this one. I think you're really going to love point number four. Point number four, hate. Now, hate means informal to show hate towards criticism or belittle, usually unfair. Don't hate on him just because he wins all the time. So don't hate on anybody because they win all the time. That hate is, ooh, hate is a bad, bad thing. Um, to have in the body of Christ and I have a verse of scripture for that and it's coming from John chapter 7 verse number 7 and I'm going to read it from the NIV and the NIV says this the world cannot hate you but it hates me because I testify that the works are evil I testify that its works are evil you know, the world can't hate you, but you can testify on some of the things that goes on in the world. You know, and some of the things that goes on in the world, they are evil. 
you know and that's the that's the thing and you know you don't want to have hate in your heart well i hate him or i hate her you know you do not want to have that in your heart and i want you to listen to this nothing else matters this devotional is about pulling away from all of the distraction the noise the business of life and connecting with god no matter how broken we believe we are or how far we have gone from god we can always connect with him knowing that we knowing that he will meet us just where we are and touch our hearts so it doesn't matter what happens it doesn't matter what happens you know you want to get away from all distractions you want to get away from the noise you want to get away from the busyness of life so that's why you take time off you know that's why you know we have that's why we you know go on vacations because we just need to get away from we just need to get away you know we just need this quiet place you know and for some people their quiet place is going to be in their prayer closet is where they can go that's that's where they can go and connect with god they can go ahead and pray and seek god's face and read his word so a prayer closet is a perfect place but sometimes sometimes if the house is just too noisy you know you say listen i gotta get away and sometimes you know for me sometimes yes i do gotta get away either hey go to a park you know and just sit there and just meditate and just connect with god and sometimes sometimes you know it's good now for pastors you know it's for pastors you know it is very important for pastors to take time off you know not not from god but you know they need time off because they you know they do so much preaching and teaching so and they do so much giving and everything so they need to take the time off to you know relax and get refreshed so they can come back so they have to come back to the church or the ministry charged up and ready to go for that next haul you know so that's one thing that we need to do you know sometimes we need to just get away from all the distractions the noise the busyness of life because we really need to connect with god no matter how broken we believe we are and how far we have gone from god so if you was if you know if you've gone from god you know you strayed away from god you know and sometimes what they call backsliders you know they was they were saved so now they're not saved anymore so they you know that's what they call back back in my days they call them backsliders so today what we what we call it is what they just turned away from god they just turned away from god because see you have to give god time to do what he needs to do not just well i've been saved for three months and nothing happened you know you're not giving god time you need to give god more time because you need to be rooted and grounded into a word teaching church anybody can get up there and hoop and holler but you need someone that's going to sit down and teach you the word of god because there are different translations of the bible so if the king james is something that you're not 
pretty much familiar with you tried to read it you tried to read the king james there's also the new king james there's the message and there is the niv so those bibles there will break down and the living they will break down the scriptures for you so that you can understand everything that is being said you know that looks you can understand everything that is being said and that was the NIV and this is John chapter 7 verse number 7 and it's coming from the New King James the world cannot hate you but it hates me because I testify of it that its works are evil so now there are some things out there in the world that are evil you know there are some things that are just just very 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 evil to us you know what would make what would cause a person to grab a firearm and go into a high school and shoot 17 people you know that there is and and, and if you look at it that's like pure evil now i don't know if y'all remember remember the sandy hook um elementary school where the guy came in and he killed 28 students and teachers in this whole thing and to me that was evil you know only because there's a lot of things going on in their heart and in their mind and this bullying is is a really big you know a bullying is a part of it mental health is the other part of it so you know if somebody is being bullied the first thing they, the first thing comes into mind is like listen I, you know you need to stop you need to stop because next thing you know they got a firearm and they're walking into the school and they're going to say start shooting up somebody so that's why matters of the heart is really important and there was one more thing that i wanted to give you and it is this here your heart is a organ that serves as a pump to circulate blood you know so your heart is a pump if you go on, if you go online, and or you go on YouTube, and you can see how, how the heart it pumps, it pumps like a pump, like a pump, you know, like a, um, let me give you a perfect example, like like a water pump, a water pump in a car, okay, a water pump in a car, it pumps the coolant through the engine so that the engine can stay cool, okay, and also there's a fan. That is um, that there's a fan that's connected to the radiator so that <clears throat> when the water so the water so, you know the fan the reason for the fan is so that the fan you know so that your vehicle doesn't overheat so that's one of the ways so if your fan stop working and you see your temperature gauge go high and they okay something's wrong it's either the fan you have a leak in one of your hoses or your thermostat is bad or your water pump is shot so that water pump is a is a very important part of that engine because without that water pump you won't be able to go nowhere because the car with vehicle will always run hot so that's the purpose of that water pump it is to pump the water through the engine of your car and the same thing with your heart your heart serves as a pump so your heart will pump the blood through your system through your whole body now one thing that I, I have learned over the years is that please don't don't get offended by this but the more weight that you have on your heart 
the your heart will have to work twice as hard to pump the blood through your system through your whole body so that's why when the doctor say listen you need to lose x amount of pounds or x amount of weight take heed to the doctor because the doctor is always right he's saying listen you need to lose this weight because if you don't lose this weight you're running a a very now you're in a, a, a risk you're in a very high you're, you're in a high risk in other words so you you're in a high risk of maybe having a heart attack so that's why when a doctor say listen you need to lose say a hundred pounds that's what you do you take heed to the doctor and you ask the doctor what can i do to lose this weight because now you know every day your your heart is is working extremely hard to pump the blood through your system so that was one thing i have learned in the medical field you know i said wow that's that's actually that's true that is very true you can ask your doctor the next time you go you can ask your doctor because that's um that's really important that you keep the weight off your heart and i hope and pray that you were blessed by this message and we're for the month of june yes it's matters of the heart and i know that you're going to be truly blessed by this and before i go i'm going to go ahead and close out in prayer father as we come before you in the name of jesus we just thank you father god for the matters of the heart we thank you lord god that we won't have any bitterness in our hearts father god we won't have any jealousy we won't be envy of anybody we don't want to hate anybody father god because you want because you want us to love everybody father god that we come in contact with father god because we want to love and share the love of jesus christ in everything that we do and everywhere that we go father god we just thank you father god because i know father god that the healing power of god is just going to take over father god any relationships father god that has been broken or or they need to reconnect father god in their relationship i thank you father god that there will be a full manifestation there will be i thank you lord god that you're going to restore the relationship father god so father god it's not too late but i thank you it's they're gonna you're gonna restore the relationship father god and god i thank you for your wisdom your power and your anointing father god and i do give you praise i do give you honor and i do give you glory father god in jesus name amen thank you for tuning in to amen always radio broadcast with Derek and frida stevens we pray that the word of god has been a blessing to your life to sign up for school of the prophets visit us at amenalways.org like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or to download any of our broadcasts, find us on SoundCloud. Amen always on SoundCloud. Blessings.